Okay, you know you've come to the right show for that, right? Because me, I stand with you there. Fernando Santos, the coach of Portugal, must take all the blame and the responsibility for this exit. I mean, with such a talented team and you can't get out of the quarterfinal and then you want to leave your best player for a number of years, arguably one of the best players in the world, you want to start him on the bench for such a crucial game, such a big game. No, coach, I don't think that's how you do it. Eh? Show some respect to Cristiano Ronaldo. But anyway, what's done is done. Uh, that's, he's the coach. That's why he gets paid the big buck, the big bucks. But look at where it's gotten them now. But let's go over to Qatar. I can't believe we haven't spoken to him during this World Cup because he's been having so much fun in Qatar. Head of broadcast and commercial at KEF, our very own Lukolo September, joins us on the line. Lux, good evening. Thanks for speaking to us back home in South Africa. Yeah, Molotov is no man. I thought him quietly, you know, but it's all right. I'm joking, man. I like being under the under the radar a little bit. Are you good? No, I'm gl- I'm, I'm glad my sapum is close. I'll just leave early. And when the chap is here, must be counting <laughs> okay, Lux, but yeah, but I followed you on social media. I mean, how how has how has it been? How has this World Cup been for you? Yeah, you know, to be some, you know, I I don't like listening to talk about myself at a personal level, but you know, for me, you know, um, uh, a guy from Eslali in the villages in the Eastern Cape, this is now uh, my fourth World Cup. Uh, no, it's it's a, it's an emotional moment as well, you know, because life was the one I beloved. And now I've been to many World Cups uh, here, working for FIFA, I work for FIFA TV, FIFA Broadcast. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. We're going to try and get you on a better line there. He was just talking about um, his work for FIFA over the years also. But let's just go to the lines while we get him on a better line. Savage in Attridgeville. Good evening, Savage. I believe you want to talk about Morocco. Yes, I, I, I want to talk about Morocco. How are you? Uh, we are fine, oh, thanks. One of South Africans in Bambaiza. The only one I win by association. <laughs> now we are, we are angry at Morocco that this thing, they never involved us in the name calling of what it means to them. Mm. We can't force people uh, uh, that thing. You know, remember even in, in, when was it? Bagana. Bagana, Bagana. We, we want to win by association. And if somebody doesn't mention us, we get upset and we name call and we drag things and we make it. Feet, you understand, mm. which, which is wrong. I mean, it's like you, my guy, when you score a penalty and you say, uh, thanks to my mom, and somebody says, yeah, but what about your dad now? <laughs> well, you know, we, can, we, we can't. I mean, all we have to focus on now, really, mm. is to learn something out of that. And the nonsense that was spoken by Danny Jordan, wanting to insinuate that we don't have European players, that's why we, we're losing. That's what he's saying. He's saying that um, Morocco is winning because 90% is from Europe, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and we must change our own quota system. It's nonsense. He doesn't we talk about the good work that has been done by Morocco over the years eh, that we've mentioned. That's led to their dominance in continental football. They've got the Champions League with Widad Aras Barkane beat Paris to win that Confed Cup. As far are the women's Champions League winners. And even by um, their national team, their women's national team lost in the final of the of the AFCON. And, and I think it's important to also highlight the work that's been done by Morocco, even though some of the players, uh, rightly so, 
playing play overseas and were, were born overseas. But there's a lot that they are doing right in Morocco that we can learn from. Lag, sorry about that. You were just telling us about how different this experience has been for you, um, having now this being your fourth World Cup. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, it's been an amazing tournament, by the way, uh, not just on the, foot, on the field, but off the field. Mm. When we started, it was a bit of a stressful world tournament with a lot of things happening. But I mean, commercially, you can see that the competition is going well now and things are going very well this part of the world. And uh, it's, it's just an exciting tournament now. I mean, I, like, if you're calling me now, I'm actually attending like a function mm. as a pre-semi-final function. So you, it, it, it's an exciting global stage. I mean, I was listening earlier on when you were talking to people uh, about um, about uh, Morocco, I know mm. probably you'll come to that in a second. Nothing is a miracle in life. Uh, me being here is not a miracle, you know. Mm. Morocco being in the semi-final is not a miracle. And I think we must uh, always uh, demystify things. If you go to Morocco today, Tabiso, and I think people must go to Morocco, mm. go to their technical center, visit technical center, when you part of that technical center, you actually will know why they are here today. Mm. Everything is leadership. Everything is vision. You see vision. You see what the investment is. And, uh, and there's a plan. The same thing. You, there has to be a plan. You can never just go up in the morning and go and enter a show and say, you've got to start at a community station. You've got to have a plan what you want to do in life. Sometimes we just talk too much. Talk, talk, talk. Don't talk, my friends. Don't give me too many visions. Show me something, you know. So I think, I think if you go there tomorrow, to the technical center in Rabat, uh, in Mohammed Singh, you will, be, you will be shocked and surprised. But at the same time, you will think to yourself, when you look at the results, the, the women's uh, football, because mm. five years ago, so we didn't know anything about Morocco in the women's football. Mm. Today, they are the champions in, the, in, the, in club competition. They are the runner-ups in the women's competition. And they are the champions of club competition in Africa. And uh, they were said in um, they were they, they they lost the semifinals of Afcon. Now that's consistency. That is not fluke. But at the same time, if you go there, you see why leadership matters. Just finally, Lux, where do you stand in this debate? I know you're passionate about what also what happens on the continent besides football, where people are saying, but Morocco don't identify as Africans, therefore we cannot support them. You know, uh, I've been following this debate uh, a bit in South Africa. Uh, the coach of Morocco is a guy I know very well, uh, Walid. Walid uh, said to me the other time, long before he was like, says, listen, we as Africans, and he, at that time he actually, I met him in Morocco this other day, and he was insisting we must video call Coach Pito. Finished the video call, he says to me, this is my African brother. I feel like me and him as Africans, we can take things further and show people that we can do the job. This is way before the World Cup, by the way. Now, here's a man who identifies himself 100% as an African through his actions. And then I think Coach Peter can vouch for me of what was said on that call. This is a couple of months ago. Here's a guy who identifies himself as an African. Mm. The Moroccans, as far as I know, they're the members of CAF. They're Africans. And we must, the president of CAF is the first person to accept to say we have to support all the teams from Africa, all the 54 members of Africa. And they are a member of Africa. This is a proud moment as Africans, not for us to be divided and to go back to the divisions of yesterday. This is a time for all of us to look forward and embrace that the glass ceiling has been broken. There is now a template for African teams qualifying for semi-finals of the, of the World Cup. 
It's time for Africa. That's all you needed to say, Lux. But thanks for the insight. We'll get you on. We'll give you more time because I think there's a lot that we can get out of you, especially with the World Cups that you've covered and the work that you're doing for CAF and the work you've done for FIFA also. So we will catch up after this World Cup again with Lukolo September. But we just thought we should put a quick call through to Qatar and just get uh, the feeling there and uh, and the pride of Africa from a CAF's perspective also. So Lukolo September was joining us on the line. We really have to go. We have to go to news. And then Songe is a Songezo is up next. Apologies, Colin. Uh, maybe you can call on Songezo Show. They'll take your call there. Independent and impartial.